0: That's why they call me Billy Blackmail. Why do they call you Billy Blackmail? I've not (laughs) actually heard the story yet, Jim. Right, so uh, I did a video today at the time of recording about Warframe. By the way, shout out to the Warframe subreddit who uh, talk about whenever Warframe gets shouted out on podcasts or videos, Uh, especially to the person in the last thread about that who called me a fucking idiot. Because uh, I just started <laughs> playing the game and didn't know a lot about it Oh no, um, how dare you nice. enjoy yeah. a game that you S- haven't yet mastered Oh no, I, about that, such Wall a
1: the criticism of the game
2: When that forum got excited about the prospect of me doing a song There was one guy in the thread who was very adamant And very excited to tell everyone how much he didn't care
0: Yeah, yeah, there's a... Uh, on the whole... Warframe has a really nice community. When I did my first impressions yeah. video, like the excitement from people just for the fact that I did a video um, mm-hmm. was great, very positive. But there are certainly some gatekeepers in that community who believe I shouldn't have a fucking opinion yet. Um you You're know, gonna get not that until with I've put really two thousand yeah. hours into it. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Um but today I was talking about something that um, kind of as is pissed off a fair whack of the community en masse um the fact that some of the the stuff they they bring out um they, they, they brought back some stuff that was retired from the game uh, but you can still get through player trading uh, and a really nice sort of uh cheap cost like I can get a playable character uh, for less than the price of a skin in an EA game so I think it's pretty good um but first of all, some people have, have accused me of trying to paint the game as pay to win, which I don't think it is. Uh, I do think that it's simply a fact that prime versions of uh, regular Warframes are better, even if the differences are minuscule, even if they're like tiny advantages. They are advertised, quite frankly, as being better. Uh, that's... that's a simple fact. I don't think it's free to play. I realise most people buy Prime Warframes. For the flashiness of it. Not the the minor gameplay advantages. But they are there. Um, so that's that's one issue. Second of all. Uh, people. Please watch my entire fucking videos. Before you trip over your own. Lolling tongues to comment. Uh, this only applies to a, a minority of you. Most of you. You're perfectly welcome and lovely. But when I do a video talking about what Warframe does with its uh, uh, unvaulting of content, uh, don't just see the headline, assume what it is I'm like annoyed about or what the problem is that I'm reporting on and then go defending things I wasn't even attacking Uh, because that just makes you look stupid and you look doubly stupid if I do a, a comment Explaining in laborious detail what the actual problem is, and you reply to that, still defending the stuff I wasn't attacking. You bloody fool! Um, it's a well-known.
2: Anyway, it's a well-known thing on the internet. People will just love to argue with points you're not making.
0: Yeah, yeah, that that seems to be yeah, a lot of people just getting pissed off with stuff I'm not making. Um, or, or oh, some, the guy they're, who's, they're
2: saying you said something you didn't say, and they're getting really angry yeah. at the thing you didn't say. I'm uh, trying to make you defend the thing you didn't say. <laughs>
0: I also noticed the guy on Reddit who, the Jim Sterling subreddit, who's missed the point of the video is someone who seems to make a habit of missing the point of video, so I won't worry about that one too. Much. I have to
2: say, in Warframe compared to most communities, though, it's very rare. Like, I've been, I don't know how much into the game, I think I'm about 25 to 30 hours I have played altogether. And I'm bad at the game, but I have never once got a nasty message, or oh in
0: game yeah, or yeah, a
2: hurry up, nice. or a fuck you, or what were you doing, or anything like that. And, and in other I've... games, I do. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, I remember Battleborn. I got some really fucking offensive messages sent through uh, uh, sent through to me during a game because, again, I was new and just sort of trying to mm. learn the ropes and, and wasn't even doing anything all that wrong in hindsight. I was just playing the yeah. fucking game. Uh, and I was playing the character as the, game, as the character was to be played, but this guy was, had a fucking problem with it. Um, mm. In-game, the only issue I've ever had... Um, was when I was just starting out with Nyx Which is has become my Warframe of choice um, Oh, also for those people who are upset on the Warframe subreddit Yes, I did accidentally call Mirage Mimic um, As I said in the impressions video video uh, later uh, That's just this this bad habit I've got For some reason, every time I'm talking about Mirage I keep wanting to say Mimic It's this constant mm-hmm. slip of the tongue um, Everyone I don't gets know what names else mixed up sometimes yeah. I'm I mean, still
2: I'm still using King Arthur the first one.
0: I could take the shirt off my back and let uh, the Warframe subreddit members f- like flagellate me if that would make them feel better for calling mm-hmm. Mirage mimic, um, but well, actually I'm not all that. Soft. What I other Warframes did to you use?
2: It. I like I like Hippo. <laughs> uh,
0: right now I like Nikes uh, Nikes. Um, yeah. But yeah, Nyx is uh, The only issue I've had in game with, And Val, Val Kilmer
2: is is good as well Val Kilmer
0: <laughs> uh, And Excalibur, Which not only works as getting it wrong But is a Final Fantasy reference as well So anyway, yeah, the only time I ever Had an issue was we were playing um, A defence mission And someone just sent a message asking the next player To stop using the mind control ability uh, Just because it was taking Time for a wave to be cleared Because I wasn't Using the the mind control ability at the beginning of a wave I ended up using it near the end of the wave So we were waiting around 30 seconds While this mind (laughs) controls enemy was wandering around doing nothing Um, Other corrections Uh, I called enemies in the game aliens I'm very sorry about that I talked about warframes as if they were power armor I'm very sorry about that um, I'm very sorry to be that fair, when you're new to a game it's, and it's, it's a not game that if, doesn't explain a lot that you yeah. get things wrong. I'm sorry about that, everyone. Yeah, it's,
2: it's not as if the game makes that clear. I mean, like I said, I'm 25 hours in at least and I've not seen an iota of story yet. <laughs> you know? I
0: mean, yeah, like I've been following along with, with the story and. and I've started sort of wiki wikiing up on some of the things that are mm. pretty, you know, obfuscated in-game. Um, mm. And getting more and more the hang of it as I go on, still loving it, really enjoying it. Mm. Um, and I'm, you know, I'm being mostly facetious about, you know, how snotty some people got on the subreddit. Um, but the blackmail... I, sorry.
2: No, I, I, I gotta say, that's my one major bugbear with the game, is how much of a pain in the hole it is to get to the next planet and that you have to do that like seven times before you can see any story because you're you're not talking like two three short missions it takes hours to get to the next Mm. planet yeah
0: i've had a lot of people still like desperately saying like play second dream play second dream and i'm like
2: i'll fucking
0: get to it like give me a year You've been looking at me
2: for a (laughs) week now that fucking mission (laughs) i'm like when can i play it
0: Oh, and the stealth missions.
2: Fuck those. (laughs) Why are they in the game? (laughs)
0: Um, But, you know, I've been... My approach was to play it like a a regular shooter and just let things naturally come to me as I get curious. Um, Mm. So, yeah, yeah, like, I'm not all that well-versed. I could do without the gatekeepy shit from... Not not from people who are actually playing and enjoying the game, more from people yeah. who are just online complaining about things. Um, the actual people playing and enjoying the game seem to be, uh, you know, overjoyed uh, anyone talking about it, even if they're getting stuff wrong. Um, yeah. Most people have been really welcoming and, and wanting to... To help me out, you know, teach me some stuff and, and correct me where I'm wrong. And that's been awesome, you know. Mm. Uh, I apologised in my impressions. I'm like, look, if I get anything wrong, sorry about that. I'm, I'm trying to make it clear that I'm a newcomer to a game that by now is years and years old. And many of you have thousands of hours into it. Um, mm. But to the the accusations of blackmail, um, basically there's this one thing that... that Warframe does, and you can watch... There's a video I put up called Let's Talk About That Crappy Thing Warframe Does with Prime Unvolting, uh, where they take old uh, primed Warframes out of uh, retirement, essentially, for a limited period, and you can start earning them in-game again. And a lot of people, first of all, thought my issue was with the existence of prime Warframes, which it isn't, because, as I said, like player-to-player trading is fun, and... Uh, cheap, and you don't have to spend money to get stuff. That's cool. Um, but my contention was with the fact that a lot of people want to buy just the accessories, and they can't because they're tied to these packs that might contain mostly shit they already own, and they're being asked to spend, you know, as much as it costs for a premium game outright just to get some capes that they would happily pay for if they were separate purchases. Uh, and, and a lot of people have an issue with that. I think it's a fair complaint. And I want to do that gym position where I look at what I consider the good and the bad of Warframe in terms of their monetization. And there's a reason why that's going to take time. Um, because, as some have pointed out, uh, I am still a, a total greenhorn to it, even though I've been playing it now for what feels like forever. I realise I've I've only scratched the surface of of what's going on, and I've got yeah. a lot to learn. So I'm waiting. Have you done I the do second dream? Um, as I said, I'm I'm getting there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm making my way I'm, there.
2: Every time I think I'm nearly there, I realise I've so much further to go. it's yeah, one thing I really of... I really wish they would change that, and because that, if new players could could see that stuff more early, maybe, you don't you don't have to put it straight away because I know people people's argument is that it's a reward for the time you put in i get that but 25 hours in and no story that's a <laughs> bit much I, um, I feel like it would be nice if they just let us get some story early yeah. on to motivate us to keep going you i
0: know? i might have um i might have gotten to second dream already if not for the fact that i get sidetracked a lot because there is a lot to do and i get yeah. very easily sidetracked doing uh other little side things, or just jumping into random missions for a giggle, um, mm. and I spend way too long. Uh,
2: it's so much fun when you get the into um,
0: the characters and everything.
2: When you get mm. when you randomly get into a full squad, it's so much fun.
0: Oh yeah, 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 good mm. laugh. Um, but but let me run this by you and and because I not only was I accused of outright blackmail, I did so. Uh, also have uh, a Patreon. Uh, uh, patron send me a message saying they felt a little uncomfortable by this Um, so let me run it by you two and and see if this is blackmail or as someone else um, uh, put it, bribery but I basically said look when I was talking to y'all about maybe doing a gymquisition, I was talking to Digital Extremes I did this all publicly, it was in the video this wasn't behind the scenes skullduggery I said look, you told me that Warframe Success is built off the community That it was the audience that had embraced it And it was you listening to the audience That had made it so successful and so beloved And obviously I want to eventually at some point do a Jimquisition uh, Talking about the good and the bad That I I consider uh, in Warframe Mm. And that it would be a great story to be able to say that in this case, with one of the most contentious elements of Warframe's monetization, if Digital Extremes actually listened and acted on that feedback and didn't just pull a bungee of, you know, oh, we're listening to feedback, and then did fuck all of worth, um, if they actually did look at this uh, this big bone of contention with the community and fixed it, that would be great. And, and I'd be able to say in my gymquisition, like, look at this thing they did. They went above and beyond and demonstrated they're better than Activision Blizzard, they're better than, than EA. They saw a, an issue people had with the way they were monetizing something and they, they changed it to make it uh, what I would and many would consider a, a fairer way uh, of, of doling out this, this paid content. Uh, And the alternative is, you know, I do a Jimquisition that still largely praises the stuff that I think is good. But I still have to point out that there's this sort of really crappy thing they do. uh, And that's just, that's the fact. That's the fact of the matter, is I can do a Jimquisition where I'm able to point out this awesome change they made. Or I do a Jimquisition that still talks about a lot of positives, but has to... Talk about this thing that is crappy and is still in there. And I get I get that, that is kind of ultimatum-y. But do you, would you consider that blackmail or bribery? I I wouldn't consider it either. I think
1: um, there's there's a distinct difference between let's say this was an indie game made by a single individual. That would feel very different if it if this was like, hey. Not particularly in the spotlight individual, make this change to your game and get good coverage, or don't, and get negative coverage. I could see how that could be perceived as a threat in that context, or as an ultimatum. I could see how that could be a thing. That being said, with the context of, like, no, this is, like, a a well-played game with a big community, with multiple people on it, like there's a certain degree of you you adults running a company you you have to be aware like you're going to get criticism and you yeah that i don't think this is i wouldn't use either the word blackmail or bribery yeah
0: i i prefer the game industry in term i prefer the term the game industry uses incentivization <laughs> uh you know it's an incentive it's like if if you make a positive change, I'll be able to talk about a positive change. That's a simple statement of fact. If if ever I saw one, it's uh, it's, it's all it's all about how you frame can, it. Because I think like you could potentially have framed it
1: in a way that would have had less people grumble about it if you'd literally. I can been, see how
2: someone would yeah. interpret it as overstepping a boundary. Put it that way.
1: I I can see the same. Like I think that maybe there's a way to phrase it that's something like. Hey just as a heads up this is going to be a big criticism in this video I'm doing if it turns out that this is something you're looking at and that you might want to change then do let me know and I'll you know keep that in mind and I can work around like not not making this criticism if it's something that's going to change soon but just so you know this is a criticism that I am going to level is maybe yeah, I mean, a better I'm way of phrasing less,
0: it I guess I'm more or less like said that like like not like that exact wording but that was more or less the 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 situation presented it's like i can praise you with some criticism or i can praise you even harder with still some criticism cuz there's still some stuff yeah. you know that you can I, pick apart with that i um, think it
2: praise you it, like a shoe I, I think it
1: is basically <laughs> i think it's basically the same thing but whether the emphasis is on I'm already planning to be critical. Just if you're planning to change this, let me know. Or mm, if you don't want bad coverage, you're gonna have to change that. I yeah, guess. Like, and it's, I never said yeah, that. Yeah, there's there's a difference in tone. Like I can see how one could, if people have perceived that one happened versus the other,
0: how that shift in perception exists. I guess. Yeah. And here's the funny thing. There is I have said like words to much stronger effect. With certain things Like like I forget which companies it was Maybe Wargaming was one of them Certainly Electronic Arts has been one Um but you know I've used the phrase Monday is coming As like a riff on Obviously uh, uh you know Winter is coming uh, But Monday is coming as this sort of um, Tongue in cheek threat That a Jimquisition is arriving About something shitty that a company's done Uh and i've more or less given these sort of ultimatums before it's like look if if you don't fix this shit that you've done that is beyond the pale monday's coming and if 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 the material for a gymquisition is still there i'm going to fucking use it i've been like i've been pretty damn harsh way harsher than i was here but the difference was They were companies people didn't like as much. And so I find it just a little bit preferential, just a little bit funny that now, now that it's digital extremes, it's blackmail. If it's electronic art, I can say what a damn well like. I just think that's a little bit, mm, you know, a shitty move is a shitty move, no matter who does it. Well, again, I think it's the scope, because it's
1: much easier to see EA as a big faceless corporate entity because of their sheer scope and size. Whereas company that makes a relatively smaller game, it feels like it's a relatively more personal comment being made, I guess. Like there is, there is something to the scale of the company dictates how the
0: move is perceived. Yeah. I don't disagree. I I don't disagree. I, uh, I mean, and again, it's why I couched it the way I did, because I've, you know, I've been pretty friendly on Twitter with Warframe. Um, they've liked the coverage I've done. They've liked the criticisms I've done. They've said that on the record. Uh, they've, they've enjoyed the fact that I've not just been, you know, wantonly praising it. I've been pointing out some things that I'm, I'm not too keen on as well. So I was kind of using that to, to kind of be f- what I considered quite friendly. Like, like, it wasn't a threat. It was a, you know. I'd love to be able to praise you more than I can right now. That's all it comes down to.
2: Here's what you got to do, right? We've come a long, long way together, from Venus to Uranus. I want to celebrate your game, mate. I want to praise you like I should.
0: I want to praise you like I should
2: there's your solution there you go
0: I am uh I'm gonna isolate that and use that <laughs> that that is usable in so many videos <laughs>
1: oh can I just say I love awesome. the- thank you for that was Is this the second week, week in a row that we've had music on the guitar? Or was that a few weeks ago? I think there
2: was one two weeks ago.
1: It was the second time in recent memory it's happened. It's very, very recent uh, we had It one. was
2: Tattoo two weeks
1: ago. Uh that was two Tattoo weeks ago, was tattoo it? Tattoo weeks, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, but, yeah. Uh, but anyway. That, that that That's Warframe. Yeah, I mean, basically, that's all I've been playing that I can talk about. Because I can't talk about the other game even though it's quite obvious what I've been complaining what, if- about on Twitter and referencing on the gym position. So,
1: <laughs> I've, I've, I've been playing a game, and I can't say what I've been playing, but, oh, I'm really not enjoying the thing I'm playing.
0: Yeah. Uh-huh. It's so fucking bad.
1: So, games uh, we can talk about yes. playing moving <laughs> swiftly onwards. Gavin, you're getting on a bit better with Monster Hunter this week. Yes, quite a bit better Tell, tell me about your, your journey with Monster Hunter this week
2: Okay, well, I was screaming at it and getting mad And saying, why do people play this fucking thing? And then I switched to the jewel blades the... From the big, clunky, slow mm. sword The jewel the
1: blades are my favourite weapon at the that moment changed in changed everything game. <laughs>
2: yeah. Suddenly I was having much more responsive attacks And able to play it And it became a lot more fun
1: Um, That's a big part of it, I think, is just finding the pace of combat that works for you, because it's. there's a lot of weapons available to you when you start that game. They just give you, like, 12 different weapon archetypes, and you maybe don't realise jumping in quite how drastically different they are to use.
2: Exactly, yeah, because it said that the katana was noob-friendly in
1: the menu, so I was like, alright, I'll try that and... (laughs)
2: In my <laughs> humble opinion, it's not noob-friendly.
1: <laughs> for, for me, like the best thing if you're going into this game as a noob is to use a weapon that is very quick to do its entire attack animation so that you can very quickly yeah. bail out and go, nope, that's the line, I need to stop attacking and dodge out the way, rather or, than being committed to a long attack.
2: Or a weapon that is... Um... Well, for me, it was more that with the big weapons, it was like by the time the attack had finished, the creature had moved somewhere else that I hadn't been aiming at.
1: Yeah, like I definitely find it easier to be able to reposition where you're aiming between e- each little attack of the dual blade combo. Yeah, so You can be constantly sort of reorienting yourself as you attack.
2: Yeah, and it's um, definitely... I would say to anyone if you if you were having the same experience as me, get like getting really angry that the weapons are so slow and clunky, just switch to the dual blades and try it that way, and that's a good way to learn the game, and then maybe you can learn the in, the yeah. more kind of um more measured paced combat then with the bigger the, weapons the, later uh, once you understand other, how the game works.
1: The other one I would say is worth trying if you're getting on better with the uh, the dual blades is the sword and shield. The Sword and Shield similarly has a much shorter attack animation like the Jewel Blades. Yeah. Um it does a little less DPS but you have a few more defensive options.
2: Yeah, that's why I avoided it, because DPS was low lower and because as a Souls veteran I like rolling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well,
1: what rolling, I what rolling, I will rolling, say is rolling. like if you've come from Souls, don't underestimate the shields in this. The shields can be pretty decent. Yeah. Um, They're particularly good if you get caught off guard last second by an attack. It's quicker to get a shield out than it is to get into the role. Sometimes. Yeah. Um. Yeah. How How deep in are you at the moment?
2: Not super far. I um. What was the last one I fought? The 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 big T-Rexy thing.
1: Oh yes, yes. Breathe fire. See, so you, you, it's still in the first area, is that? That
2: was, that was my first difficulty spike. Yeah. Bigger. No, I've been to the second area and fought the creatures there, like the baroth and the big mm. slimy, uh, basically giant tadpole thing. And uh, you have to go back then to the Anger, Anjanath, Anjanath, yes, whatever the big, it
1: is. the big forest place. And that,
2: that, that was the first time I actually found the game really difficult, was fighting the big t-rex thing but apparently i was very underprepared for it so yeah yeah. Yeah,
1: there's there's a few like i i the first time i struggled really in that game and it's a bit earlier than you did because i just completely like forgot to stock up before i went and did a hunt was um Mm -hmm. i went and hunted i completely forget the name of it but the giant chicken in the forest with the big poison tongue Oh yeah, yeah. Yes. Uh,
2: the pooky pooky is. Yeah,
1: pooky pooky or something like that. Um, I went and mm. tried to fight it, and then realised I hadn't stocked up at all on antidotes or potions, and was like, ah, yeah. ah, that's not good. I have, I have three potions to get me through this whole fight. Hurrah! Uh, the
2: potions take a long time to drink.
1: <laughs> yes, they do.
2: Um, and it's it's weird. I've never seen this mechanic in a game before either, where you have to sheathe your weapon before you can like. Heal and stuff, and it's
1: you do. It's it,
2: quite complicated to learn it all, but once you do, yeah. you kind of get into a flow of it.
1: They definitely want it to be two distinct things. Like, okay, if if you want to heal, you're gonna have to stop fighting this thing and focus on that. Like, yeah, it it is very much like go find a bush to hide in and hope it doesn't the, see you while you drink a potion. I have to say, the blade
2: sharpening pisses me off. I feel like that's a needlessly grindy, pointless thing. Even if it happened a bit slower. I just hate having to stop and sharpen my blade like every couple of minutes. It just I find it annoying. So,
1: as you get further in, you will find that weapons get dull less quickly, um, yeah. which definitely helps with higher level hunts. But I think part of it initially is just trying to get the player into that back and forth of you don't just find the creature and put your body near it and start spamming the attack button. Yeah. You are, yeah. for one reason or another, going to have to back off, retrack it, go yeah, fight it again, stuff. and have that back and forth flow.
2: God, Lord, some of those fights take a long time.
1: They do. Like, you, you don't go into one of those fights unless you've got a good half hour to yeah. sit down and give it a go. There was there was one Barath fight that took me, like,
2: 40 minutes. I, I think that's <laughs> yeah. the longest I've ever had. I, I'm not a patient gamer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I, by the end of that, I was pretty burnt out on the Barath.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's... It does make each fight into very much like, this is a big set piece. You're going to have to take down this thing. It doesn't want to die. Also, Laura, I don't know if you've experienced
2: (laughs) this. You probably saw my tweet about this. I've never had a game make me feel like a real piece of shit as much as this game does.
1: (laughs) What what about it's making you feel like a piece of shit? (laughs)
2: Like when these poor... fucking creatures start limping away from me and uh. I'm like hunting it down and I'm like come back here you innocent creature because I have to fucking murder you so I can take that cool <laughs> spike from my trousers. So
1: there are some like there are some similarities and I, some differences from a different game we're going to talk about in a bit in Shadow of the Colossus, but one thing yeah. that both of them do is they do make people really bad about murdering creatures cuz I'm like oh, but, oh oh I hurt your leg but the I'm sorry.
2: The, and actually it's funny you mentioned that because I was playing Shadow of the Colossus today and that makes it very clear to you that you're a piece of shit whereas Monster Hunter is much more like woohoo I'm a piece of shit <laughs> you know everything's happy and jolly but someone sent me a link to uh, the wiki page of the lore and apparently they're doing it for like altruistic reasons so that the 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 lesser species don't go extinct or whatever it's it's
1: basically like population control where the all of these creatures were basically like hey they they were demolishing the rest of the ecosystem they were stupidly invasive species and on top of that they were also very aggressive towards humans and kept destroying human settlements and it's basically like hey these are not Existing as part of a stable ecosystem, we probably need to deal it, with that.
2: I I don't know if I just missed it, but I feel like the game didn't tell me this at any point. Maybe it, it it's will, something you it do, players will, just okay know from the old games or whatever. Some
1: but... of it I know from the old games. I know that the beginning mm-hmm. of this game does at least talk to you about like, hey, it, it talks about the elder dragons at least and the threat they yeah. pose, and it does talk about the fact that. Some creatures you're going to find out more about and to take down because they actively posed a threat. But yeah, the the further you get into this, the more it does sort of drop hints that that's what's going on. But I think I think yeah. a lot of my knowledge of it is from older games. Cool. Yeah. I
2: thought it was funny though because I I mentioned it and um on Twitter and people got very cross. They were like, ah, oh, they're bad, they're bad. You have to kill them and blah blah blah.
1: <laughs> Monster and Hunter people um, sometimes like forget you... that other you people SJ... haven't played all those monster hunters. <laughs>
2: yeah. And 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 of course someone was like these fucking SJW <laughs> bleeding heart snowflake liberal whatever and and then i bet that person says that like fighting sif gave them the most feels of anything ever. So. <laughs> <you know.
1: laughs> so yeah, i i'm glad to hear you're getting on better with it. We we still need to yeah. sit down and do some co-op at some point cuz i want to hunt monsters yeah. with you.
2: Yes, I actually, you know what, I did a little bit of co-op with my buddy Gabe, but yeah. the fucking PSN network kept, like, crashing and kicking us, kicking us out of each other's games, so... Oh,
1: that really sucks. Yeah. We'll,
2: we'll definitely try it, but I just hope I don't have the same experience yeah. with you. I've, I've
1: you. been having a good experience with co-op, so we'll we'll give it a go and see if me hosting works okay. Yeah, The the other thing that we've both been playing And I don't know if Jim's touched any of this Is both me and Gav have been playing The Shadow of the Colossus remaster Mm. Oh that game That game really benefited from just a coat of paint Didn't it Like, There are very few games That I think Hold up this well if all you do Is give them a visual overhaul But that was enough That I feel so much better about Recommending this game to people now
2: (laughs) I heard somewhere, and I don't know um, for sure, but I heard somewhere that they didn't just put like uh, new skins on the assets. I heard they actually rebuilt it from the ground up. Is that they, accurate? They
1: redid all the assets. They didn't redo all of the gameplay systems. So, I kind of uh, wish they had redone yeah. one or two of the mechanics. <laughs> yeah, so uh, some of the mechanics are still a little bit aged, but I think... The vast majority of that game holds up well enough That yeah. if you make it look nice It doesn't feel terrible to play Still
2: Um I will say it To me it feels Fucking awful to play when you're on the horse I can't I, <laughs> That fucking horse made me what, miss What you roach. don't like
1: riding aggro
2: oh, Is ha- aggro giving ma- you aggro <laughs> Gives me aggro I turn aggro I'm like Fucking what are you doing <laughs> But uh yeah, he he made me miss Roach, and I spent like a long time in Assassin's Creed Origins this this last winter, which had some of the nicest horse mechanics I've ever seen. So it was just going back to this and that fucking horse. <laughs> it was. It's not fun, but you know they've put jump on X now instead of of triangle, so that's that, nice. That
1: is enough that I was like, oh, this actually feels somewhat intuitive. Thank you, but. Yeah. Oh my goodness, those designs are so good now yeah. I I very I think that some of the design decisions In what you have to do to fight those Colossi are still a little bit If you didn't know it It would take you forever to guess Because it's not necessarily intuitive sometimes But yeah, It is a very beautiful game And I think that pricing this um, re-release At like 25 quid was a perfect Place to put this
2: Yeah. I agree with you, definitely Uh, Another mechanic that annoys me is trying to shine the light on the colossi The camera (laughs) fucking hates you in this game when you try to do that
1: (laughs) The camera's alright when you're climbing a colossi uh, colossi or a colossus But um, yeah, yeah, shining light at them is finicky I'll put it politely, I'll say it's finicky (laughs) Yeah
2: I'm trying to do that when you're on the horse. Oh, don't even even fucking get me started on that.
1: (laughs) Yeah, no, there were several times I just got off the horse to be like, right, where am I going? Okay, back on the horse.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So yeah, no. For
2: some reason, the camera seems to have certain places it really wants to go when you're (laughs) traversing the world.
1: It wants like you it to really see...
2: wants to like be above you in this one spot And it really wants to be to your left in this one really spot It really
1: wants to show you all those gorgeous new textures they made Like the dirt texture <laughs> Yeah uh, I mean
2: I get that and the textures are fucking gorgeous I mean the hair and fur on them now looks absolutely amazing
1: I, I always forget I'm sure I've asked this before What is both of your experiences with the original game?
2: Uh... L- really liked it But found it scream-inducingly Frustrating as well Because of the controls And the You know, basically <laughs> The controls drove me mad I much preferred I- uh, Ico For that very reason Is
0: uh, uh, Jim gone? Or- uh, oh, no, no, I'm here It's just uh, a Team Ico game Is a Team Ico game And Right now, while I'm still annoyed at the elitist gatekeepers uh, that have the the minority elitist gatekeepers uh, in in the Warframe community, I'm not in the mood to have ICO like Team ICO fans jumped down my neck today so i'm going to refrain from saying anything about what i think of team ico's games today
1: oh I'll, I'll i'll say stuff to annoy team ico people as much as i love shadow of the colossus and ico i really 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 cannot fucking stand the last guardian it is unplayable in many regards and i hate it there you go there's there's which is <laughs> there's that which
2: which really is a pity because I was um, I was actually talking about this with some people on Twitter this week about how it's such a shame that the mechanics in Last Guardian turned so many people off it and understandably so, but because the last hour of that game is so stunning and worth seeing and it's absolutely beautiful... And it just is such a pity that most players won't get to that point Because it will frustrate them out of finishing it I
1: watched a Let's Play of The Last Guardian And I'm so glad I saw that story And I wish I could have played that story And had agency through it But there is no way I'm pushing through that gameplay It's just not going to happen I pushed through
0: I pushed through I can't say that Uh. personally And it's just a personal thing But I can't say that personally I felt it was worth Suffering (laughs) To get to it I did. That's just a personal thing. Yeah.
2: You remember, because I, I, you guys will remember that the first. We were talking about that game quite a bit when it came out, and I remember mm-hmm. I played it f- at first, and my first week, I had very different things to say about it than after I had uh, finished it, because.
1: I, I think.
2: That, that ending is just so fucking. <laughs> It's like honestly one of the most moving Gorgeous things I've ever seen on a screen
1: I think I would have had far more Resentment for the ending of that game And enjoyed it a lot less if I'd forced Myself to play through to the ending I think if I'd forced myself to keep Playing that game I wouldn't have gone That was a beautiful ending I would have gone That was really not worth it That really wasn't worth it oh my god this game and yeah. <laughs> like i'm glad that i stopped playing and was just i'm going to let someone else deal with the having to actually get through the game and i'll just see what the plot is
2: it's a real pity you know and when you when you have games the platforming and stuff in games is so good and so intuitive nowadays perhaps a little too much actually when you think of stuff like that which is a criticism that often gets leveled as at, like uncharted or the new tomb raider and But at least the the basic uh, moment-to-moment mechanics of platforming these days is so much better. Yeah. When you press jump to somewhere, you're usually going to get there. And it's just such a pity that they didn't take that on board and learn from that, you know.
1: The Last Guardian felt like a PS2 game being released today in terms of how it played. And that was a real frustration. Shadow of the Colossus to me doesn't feel nearly as janky, and it is an older game. Like somehow, while being older, it feels less aged.
2: I I agree with you with the the kid, but controlling the horse feels like fucking you've just been given control of Treco, <laughs> <laughs> and he still won't do what you want him yeah,
1: to. Yeah, <laughs> but at least you're not like expected to do precision platforming with the horse. No.
2: No, well we've all seen how that works <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, So yeah, Any oh it, I was going to say anything else we've played this week But there is a news story I have to bring up to Gavin um, I mentioned yeah. this before the show started I teased it and I've not told Gavin what it is yet Okay, so I got an email today About the band Iron Maiden Uh, Iron Maiden are are doing a crossover With a video game Do you want to guess what video game They're crossing over with Mm.
2: Well I know they have Their own game it's a mobile game Therefore I have zero interest Is this a game I might actually know about
1: Uh, It's not Pokemon I don't think it's one you're going to give a shit About Gav Uh, it is on mobile But it's it's a crossover With a known mobile game It's (sighs) I don't know. It's Iron Maiden Angry Birds. I mean <laughs> that that's okay to me because because I
2: don't have to do my Walter White to them then. I don't have to be like stay out of my territory.
1: So so the thing that makes me laugh about this is this email I got is about Iron Maiden's Legacy of the Beast is now paying host to Eddie the Bird, the mascot mashup and <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. <laughs> it's it's just these Iron
2: Maiden are second only to Metallica in that they're very shrewd business people. Oh,
1: I'm sure this uh-huh. is a fantastic business move, but my favorite bit yeah. in this um this email is where it says, "Let me know if you'd like to interview them about how Legacy of the Beast is expanding Iron Maiden's iconic brand into the world of gaming." And I'm just picturing <laughs> myself sitting down with Iron Maiden now being like, so wait, you get to interview the band? I, I, they, they are very deliberately vague in this email, which leads me to think that, like, it sounds like the band. It's probably the developers. But the mental image I have yeah. is sitting down with the band the, to be like, our, so okay, Angry Birds. I'm
2: saying it now. Hashtag Iron Maiden on Podquisition.
1: <laughs> if they want, we wanna, need to make
2: this happen. If
1: anyone from the band Iron Maiden would like to come on Podquisition, a very popular video game <laughs> podcast, and talk about their Angry Birds <laughs> crossover. Let's make that happen. We will dedicate yeah. a whole episode of this show to talking about Iron Maiden Angry Birds, if that's what it takes. Bruce,
2: Steve, Dave, any one of you that want to come in, we'll be happy to have you. you please, please don't, don't even aware. have to talk about the fucking... You know what? You can talk about, like, recording for an hour. Just
0: be aware, though, that every time Angry Birds is mentioned in the same breath as Iron Maiden, I will laugh throughout the whole thing. <laughs> um, Angry Birds, Iron Maiden... That's amazing. Ang- Angry Birds Iron Maiden edition. Angry Birds, I love
1: it. a game series that has been downloaded a whopping 4 billion times, I'm proud to announce the migration Fuck of yeah. Eddie the Bird to Iron Maiden's <laughs> own game, Legacy <laughs> of the, the Beast. Bird. This unprecedented move marks a global first for the company, with Eddie the Bird <laughs> originally appearing in Angry Birds Evolution as a special Halloween tribute
0: to Iron Maiden. I mean... I mean, I mean no disrespect to Iron Maiden But it's a bit of a down step From oh, like Angry Birds Star Wars I, I have
1: no idea how big The history of Eddie the Bird From Angry Birds who looks like Eddie From Iron Maiden was So there have been multiple different forms Of Eddie the Bird
0: um, Oh, there's a lot of deep rich lore going Yeah on I'm digging into Eddie the, the lore In
1: this PR email um, So initially there was a cyborg Eddie the Bird from somewhere in time then, Fe- well, of then there was Pharaoh Eddie the bird from Power Slave, then yes. Killers from Killers, and then the Shaman one from the Book of Souls. All nice. different designs of Eddie in. Oh yeah, I'm seeing them here
2: now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's. There's a there's a very um, uh, what's the guy's name who made Brutal Legend? Tim Schaefer. It's a very Tim Schaefer look to the visuals. It, it?
1: It's weird to describe how. They, they look, because they're all kind of angry birds if you stretched their bodies out and gave them human limbs.
2: They don't look super
1: birds, do they? They look more you know, angry it, It's like you put the angry bird as the head of a
0: human body. Yeah. If they did an Angry Birds Warriors and it wasn't as <laughs> shit as a game I can't talk about, um, I'd play that. I, I, I'd play Angry Birds Warriors. I would play it too.
1: I would laugh at it, but I would play it.
2: You know what? I just really every time I see the picture of the because the trooper Eddie always comes up, and I always want the trooper beer then. <laughs> when I see that. <laughs>
1: uh, the trooper beer is good. It's lovely. Uh so yeah, any anything else we have played this week that we can actually talk about game wise? Uh I'm sure. I saw to think them live I've...
2: last year, by the way. Oh, how Still was that? Bad. They still fucking got it. They still got
1: it. I think nice. the last time I saw Iron Maiden live was probably about fifteen years ago. No, nice. less than that. Probably about 10, 12 years ago.
2: Well, well, that would have maybe been when they were doing their early years tour, which was an
1: incredible. I believe tour. it was the early years tour. There was a yeah it, free, yeah. it 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 was the tour that they ended up doing a live album of. That was a lot of their older songs redone yeah, live on that tour. I think it was that one.
2: That That is funny enough the first tour I ever saw them on If you can believe that Even though I've been into them since like nice. The middle 80s because I'm, I'm old I'm going to be <laughs> honest
1: Like The reason I saw them on that tour Was mainly because uh, My cousin who is like 4 or 5 years younger than me Really wanted to go see Iron Maiden And he was too young to go by himself So his mum, my aunt, was basically like If I buy you a ticket And pay for your travel Will will you go take your cousin to see Iron Maiden I was like Yes, yes I will (laughs) And that's how I went to go see Iron Maiden On on babysitting duty
2: I'll just Like the first time I ever heard that band On the radio I was about 7 or 8 So it would have been like 87, 88 And it fucking It it was running free And it was the bit in the song where it goes And I just my fucking 8 year old mind just exploded it's like, what is this? Because uh, until then, I only knew like Michael Jackson and Prince, you know.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh. So. Uh,
2: sorry. Yeah. No. i Music podcast.
0: Oh no 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 no! It's always a welcome my, break. My, my I mean, Piss- you. Pissing all over, over your
2: pissing all over the game oh speaking of pissing all, okay i have to speaking, of pissing, <laughs>
0: yeah. speaking yeah, of pissing
2: yeah speaking of pissing we remembered this story today and i was like you know what this story would be really funny on podquisition okay
0: well let's this go from time- iron maiden to pissing in one easy step with gavin
2: <laughs> so i nearly got arrested this one time and it was um this now oh, you didn't you have piss to...
0: on Iron Maiden, did you?
2: No, I didn't. You oh. you have to uh, bear in mind this was in the pre-Miracle of Sound days. This was about nine and a half years ago. Yeah. I was because these wilder. days you're
0: famous enough to get away with it.
2: Well, no, these days I'm much more calm and I don't party as hard, <laughs> and sure. uh, yeah. I'm a bit more of a sensible whatever. Anyway, it was Rachel's twenty-first birthday, and mm-hmm. we were walking home and very very drunk, and I decided I'm going to have a piss. On the side of the street, as you do, and Rachel had her bag of chips. I had my dick in my i mean my hand, pissing on the wall. Along c- and I said to Rachel, "Watch out for police! Don't let the police come up.
0: <laughs> Shout at me if you
2: see the police." Uh, Rachel was too busy eating her chips; didn't notice the two police coming up. So now you guys know, like two thirty a.m. pisses are long; they go on a while because you've had like <laughs> a lot of pints and uh the police come along they're like stop that and Rachel was like oh shit uh and then realized that if she's like the cops are here the cops are right there and would hear her say that so she just kind of went completely silent and they just said what's your name and she's like Rachel and then they were like stop doing that to me and instead of stopping i burst out laughing <laughs> <and> went, <laughs> True laughter—you can't stop (laughs) mid-flow. And then because, you know, when sometimes your better judgment just does not appear at all, and I was like, "No, yeah." Don't you have like a fight to stop or something? I live on this street and I see fucking fights every night, and you—oh, you're never there. But oh, I do piss on the street, and oh, look, it's big bad me.
0: Were you still going by the like Yeah, well. I was still
2: pissing like. Nice. Yeah. And <laughs> I like at this point I only knew like I knew Rachel about a year at this point I just saw her face go white. She was like shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> so they took our names and and after a lot of pleading from her they they let me go home but I just thought that would be a funny story for...
0: <laughs> oh, no, you you thought correctly. That was a <laughs> yes. wonderful story. That, that was... I have a lot oh. of those. I
2: just... I sh- choose to share them in little bits because I think a lot of, like, people know me as now Gav and old Gav was very different.
0: Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, I think that's true of most people. Uh, yeah. Young selves yeah. are not the... Yeah, exactly. The, the stories of our younger selves are best told in discrete chapters with a lot of yeah. distance between them. Yeah, so.
2: exactly, because I don't know about you, but I'm so glad Twitter and Facebook wasn't around be- Oh when my I was God, a teenager same. because I see some of the people that like I think are dickheads on the internet and I think they're but for the grace of God go I. You know, yeah, if I ha- if certain things hadn't gone certain ways in my life, I could have ended up like them easily. I I you know?
1: very much know how that I- that could have been the case. I definitely yeah. did things growing up where I'm like, oh, I am glad that there is no online record that that happened. Um, yeah, our our ed-
2: edge lord phases happened yeah. in the pub
1: with our mates. So if <laughs> if you want to hear like a funny story of Edgelord era Laura from like yeah probably aged about like fifteen, so. Uh, I, I used to like lie to my parents about where I was going so that I could go get drunk underage down on a beach um, There was this one beach that me and my underage friends all got drunk on Because like it was the beach that the police never went to because there was no walking path up that far But to get to it at night you had to trespass into a castle Because there was a walking path down a cliff down to this secluded bit of beach So you had to sneak into the castle grounds by climbing this big like 10 foot fence. And then you were stuck there till you were sober in the morning. So there's no way you were climbing that fence while drunk. And then you had to sneak past like the one solitary security man with his flashlight that was walking around the castle to go down to the beach to go get drunk. Um, And there is one story I remember where we were all very, very fucked up. And I woke up in the morning and I was running late for work, so I, I get all my stuff to, together to go to work And all of my friends start laughing, and I'm like, why are you all laughing? And they're like, you'll, you'll see, you'll see So I get to my motorbike, I look in the wing mirror And I just have the word cunt written across my forehead in permanent marker <laughs> Oh, and no I'm meant to be starting work in like 20 minutes And I had to call in sick from like my motorbike After oh, a night should, out Because I was like I can't they go to work like told this you. No, They, they did not they It wasn't until I looked in the mirror And was like Oh <laughs> So I I did not go to work that day um, Oh my god I faked illness to not go to work Because Can my friends while I was totally up. out of it just Just wrote that on my forehead In permanent marker <laughs> I'm just imagining
2: what the ending to this story Would have been if you had actually gone to work <laughs>
1: <laughs> Ah, there was the bit of the story where I walked I, I went back home to like, tell my parents Like, oh, I went to work But I felt ill so I had to come home I walked in with my motorbike helmet still on So they couldn't see what was written on my face oh my <laughs> And God. then I just hid For the rest of the day <laughs> Also, nice. today
2: I learned Laura Is a badass biker
1: I, I, I used to ride bikes have, have I ever told you like why I don't ride motorbikes anymore?
2: Because they're no. terrifying, dangerous death traps?
1: <laughs> yep. So, like, in in the time I was riding bikes, I was involved in three accidents that somehow didn't do me any serious harm. But I look back on it now and I'm like, oh, God, I'm lucky that, that none of these killed me. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. the, the basic versions of them are... Some old woman in a 4x4 four four didn't stop at a giveaway point And just like smacked into me at like 45 miles an hour And knocked me into oncoming traffic uh, A rubbish truck Oof. a rubbish truck rear-ended me while I was stopped at some traffic Jeez. lights And knocked me into oncoming traffic And I slipped out my back wheel on a roundabout And almost got hit by a car And beautiful. S- somehow I came yeah. out of all of those fine But I eventually reached a point where I was like even if i drive fine if i am like not my fault hit by a car i could just be screwed because there yeah. all the I biking think... gear in the world isn't going to protect me if a car knocks me into oncoming traffic while i'm at traffic <laughs> lights
2: i think you made a good choice by by having uh, roller derby and gaming as your your much safer hobbies
1: <laughs> a
0: lot safer a lot safer i think roller derby at worst
1: i'll get some some bruises and maybe a fracture it's about the worst yeah, I'll do in that.
0: I have a distinct phobia of any sort of uh, vehicular activity. I've come to have to accept that now. I'm um, still going to try and get over it, but even car driving, I'm just... I'm gri- I am I get nightmares about... Ever, ever since I was younger, I've had nightmares about getting behind a steering wheel. Um, it's just something I can't... I can't do like it, it fills me with dread. So that's why I'm, you know, picking professional wrestling as a much safer alternative. <laughs> that's my hobby. Professional which, wrestling
2: while having a slip disc is your yeah. safer uh, alternative.
0: Oh, don't have to take too many back bumps. Um, well, Saturday, Byram Baptist church, It's Mississippi, come on. Uh, Sturdust's coming back. If you can get to the Byram area, uh, you're very, very welcome. Uh, Phase two of the stir Search is underway. Uh, We've got, well, it should be a good one. And just suffice to say that as far as pro-wrestling ego goes, this has stopped being a guest thing now. Um, For all intents and purposes, in whatever capacity I'm going to end up in, I'm on the roster. So that's quite exciting uh, for Jim, me. Jim, you did your um, thing that you your dream.
1: Yay! Um
0: I'm there, yeah. I I may only ever be a, a manager um, and and some behind-the-scenes stuff, but I was officially welcomed to the family, uh, which was just very touching. Um, obviously, I, I talk about it a lot. I know not everyone who follows me, is into wrestling. Um, although those that aren't, uh, I really appreciate that some of them are still just delighted to see Sturdust doing his thing. Um, but yeah, yeah, that means a big... It means a lot to me, and it means a lot to me that, that PWE, for all of the the public kayfabe antics, uh, and my running... You know, my, my dressing them down, and, and running them down uh, in character, um, they've been just so welcoming. And it's... I'm I'm overly excited, and and if if you just follow me for the game stuff, I'll say this much. It's still worth paying attention to pro wrestling ego and Sturdust's antics within it because, you know, I'm a I'm a d list video game pundit who shit talked his way into a wrestling ring. That's gonna have some bearing, and I'm just I'm very excited about where that's going, and very excited to be part of hey. Part of an indie wrestling promotion. If there's one
2: thing we learned last year, Jim, it's that you can shit talk your way into pretty much anything in America.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: uh, yeah. That, that, that's the thing, though. It, it, sometimes you just have to talk your way into something, and it'll happen. Just uh, go for your dreams, everyone. Try and shit talk your way into whatever you you want in life. Tell people yeah, you're great, and they will believe it. Yeah.
0: Try not to be on your deathbed wondering what if. Yeah, that's uh, what. What, that's what if I had blagged
1: my way into a wrestling league? What if I? What if I just tried to black my way into that wrestling league? Shouldn't be a deathbed thought.
0: Yeah, yeah. you know, like like just go for it, and yeah, I won't say too much more because I don't want to <laughs> give stuff away. But I'm very excited about what has what started as. You Know a five minute gymquisition joke has now turned into a months long wrestling angle. <laughs> uh, with who knows what once that's wrapped up, you know, who knows where we go from there. But, but there we go. Hashtag support indie wrestling because indie wrestling is, is so good. Support like you spend ages watching the, the perfect, oh, absolutely. Pounder. The Purple Pounder, yeah, I like that. Uh, or Grimace, as we call them. That can be your finishing
2: move, the Purple Power Pound.
0: <laughs> I was always going to, uh, if I ever were to do wrestling, my, my finishing move, I was uh, always tempted by the Pound Sterling. I thought <laughs> yeah. so that would be a nice one. <laughs> uh, I, I uh, Several
1: connotations. There. I think that should be a thing still. It's too good of a pun not to do. If I've learned I one like thing it in might life, you not have to... the same
2: value It did before two years ago
1: <laughs> I think that's the thing it, it, It's effectiveness fluctuates <laughs> if, if I've learned one thing in, in life it's If you've got a good pun for something You have to do it
0: Yeah that's again never, never die wondering what if. Ne- if If there's a good pun And you don't use it you will be on your deathbed Thinking what if I deployed Especially
2: that pun Especially if it's your second name
0: Yes. Like I'm I'm Anything naming I'm naming my first
2: that. child. Oh god, what have I? <laughs> <And> <laughs> I'm naming my second one fuck this.
1: I'm <laughs> uh. <laughs> Oh, that was that was a beautiful old time we've had today. It's a nice excursion. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. <laughs> this is, this
0: is, this has been a fun
1: fun episode. It's always. It's I feel bad a for bit... anyone who just tuned in for games this week.
0: Well, they got some. They got some. Yeah, yeah. It's, Actually, uh, to, it's to be a fair, a lot... they got a lot. They got a fair bit. Yeah, I mean yeah. i I wasted everyone's time with twenty minutes of Warframe. What more do you want? <laughs> we got a whole whacker Monster Hunter in there. We got some Shadow of the Colossae in there. Uh, what more do you want? Uh, news-wise, we're not not a lot of massive stuff coming on. I don't think. No, that we got anything major. Red Dead major? Redemption
2: got delayed. Surprising. Not yeah, I me. mean that's
0: not a big yeah. shocker.
1: Red Dead yeah. Two got delayed, and also maybe it's going to have a battle royale mode, possibly according to a leak. Mm. Um, oh,
0: everything's going to yeah. get fucking battle royale yeah. mode uh, isn't it.
1: The Surge is getting a sequel in 2019. Yeah, that'll Which, probably get that Battle game? Royal mode yeah. as well. Um, <laughs> what was the Surge? Was uh, it that... was that sort of Dark Souls y game, but with like robot oh, yeah. armor where you could chop off limbs and then stick them you on know, you. I,
2: I was looking forward to that, but it just really didn't. Grab me at all. It lost
0: my attention after a while. It, I was into it for a good bit, but then I was. I, it just petered it, out. I was slowly it, like. Funny mm. enough, I actually
2: yeah. like Lords of the Fallen more.
0: It was an interesting idea that just didn't have the
1: level of polish it needed. So I'm kind of like, yeah. okay, yeah, revisit it, that and hopefully do it a bit better.
2: To me, it yeah, took, I'd be into it, that. It took the bits of Dark Souls that I'm okay with and didn't include the bits that I love, like the interesting yeah. world.
0: I felt like, if if I'm recalling correctly, um, some of its, like, like difficulty curvature was, like, a bit too spiky for my taste. Yeah. It was a bit too, this is going okay, this is going yeah. okay. Oh, this boss is just killing me like that. And I just kind of lost interest. Um, oh, do, do, whereas do, do, Dark Souls, oh. you know, has this more encouraging do. vibe but- to get you to pick yourself but, up and keep going. The Surge was more of a slap down.
1: There was a bit of news we completely skipped this week that I forgot was this mm-hmm. week. Um, there's an animated Mario movie coming from the people who made the Minions movie.
0: Oh god, I, oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, I vaguely and saw something about that. There was that. other
2: Mario news as well. Um, Nintendo uh, crashed the stock market by announcing that um, Toad's mushroom is actually his head.
1: Yeah, <laughs> which... <laughs> Like, the only piece of evidence there's ever been to the contrary was the, like, not very canon 90, uh, 80s cartoon where he once took his mushroom off like it was a hat.
0: Yeah. But, like... Like, I noticed some people have found this disturbing. I find the idea of it being... Like, like otherwise, underneath, it's just this... Like, just like a horrible, fleshy bellend. <laughs> like, he's a mushroom. Like, of yeah, That his name be part is Toad's head.
2: But that means, I know it. It means it whether or not. But Mario's literally eating his brethren and kin. Yep
1: yeah. Um. Like we kind of knew it was his head anyway, because like if he got electrocuted, I think it was in the uh, Mario Strikers Charged. You could see his skeleton and his skull goes through the whole of the mushroom.
0: Yeah. Like, yeah. If it's it's I, clearly
1: I... his head. Why was this a question?
0: Yeah, I'm a little. I, I'm disturbed so that people. People, sorry, I'm getting hiccups now. I'm disturbed that people find it disturbing. Yeah. Because the alternative, <laughs> the alternative where that peels just and he just pulls it off, like I'm, I'm not into that. That ain't my bag. Oh, is that a good place for us to wrap up?
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm I guess just so. I'm googling Toad's think, skeleton here.
0: I think we've we've covered. Iron Maiden, Urination And Mushroom Heads I don't know if we can get any better Than that this week
2: mm-hmm.
0: uh, So yeah yeah. Well, while Gav goes, <laughs> uh, I will ask you Laura How can people find out more about your work And what you do online You can find
1: me Monday to Friday at kotaku.co.uk You can also find me at Laura K Buzz Anywhere that has usernames So Laura K Buzz on Twitter Laura K Buzz on YouTube uh, you can find a bunch of articles I've written about video game statistics this week on Kotaku So let me find some titles of those because I've written some doozies this week uh, The games that players love more than critics uh, Which console has the best exclusives Which video game platform holder makes the best games And these are all things where we've scraped like all of the data that Metacritic has And then basically done a, bun- a bunch of maths wizardry with it to be like what do these numbers actually mean? Let's let's look at numbers. So that that's a thing you can go read. Other than that, you can find me on Queer and Pleasant Strangers, which is a podcast I do with uh, Jane Jane Eris Magnet. Uh, you can find that on my YouTube channel, YouTube slash Laura K Buzz. And you can find me on Dice Funk, which is a D&D real play podcast. Uh, I'm on seasons three and four. Season four is its own contained story where I play a Yu-Gi-Oh wizard, We are about to get to an arc (laughs) of that story that is entirely, like, focused on my character. So go listen to Dice Funk so you can hear the adventures of people trying to do a
0: Yu-Gi-Oh heist. It's going to be amazing. Nice one. (laughs) Okay. And Gavin, Miracle of Sound. Great music, great tunes. Uh, Where, how, listen, why, what?
2: YouTube, Miracle of Sound. You can hear all my tunes there. Come follow me on Twitter uh, Unless you want to hear my Opinions on things which a lot of People who like music apparently don't want to Hear opinions from people they like so Then go follow the Facebook page again Instead because I only post work Stuff there And where else Oh yeah Patreon you can support me And yeah Check out the and and do go listen to the recent Near Automata song because that has been getting An amazing response so
0: As it should it's a very lovely song
2: yeah, that's that's yeah. about it. And you all might right. also find me pissing on the side of a street somewhere.
0: Yeah, or at least a few years ago. We we're a little yeah.
2: If you, if you build a, a time long machine, long enough, you yeah. can find stuff like that. <laughs> or waking up on a bridge with a broken bottle of wine in each hand with bloody knees. That's that's a story oh for God. another day.
0: <laughs> oh well, we'll all look forward to that one. Um, yeah. <laughs> maybe next week. <laughs> Uh, until then, thank you all so much for listening. Thank you for your support. Um, thank you for the responses to the latest few gym positions. Um, the gym positions this year I've been particularly pleased with, and the responses have been fantastic. As has your Patreon support, as always, uh, and the support and encouragement people have been giving me as I. Uh, you know, move into this other avenue of entertainment and the uh, the old pro wrestlers there. So thank you all for that, and we will see you next week. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.